Welcome listeners to Illusion Empire Podcast. It is I, Illusion Empire, and we're going to break this down to three topics as usual. Primary politics, I'm just going to give a brief update about the Nevada caucus. And then for the second segment, um, I'll just be talking briefly about um, Signed to Hedgehog Movies opening numbers. And then, finally, the weird for the weird topic finale, I will be talking about something that I find disturbing and severely mentally ill. If you pay attention to this whole thing, you get to hear all this interesting um, stuff. Okay, so let's jump right into the primary politics, and I'm just going to give just a little brief update about the Nevada caucus, which is going to take place at this coming Saturday, February 22nd. So far, prior to that, a few days prior to that, um, the DNC is going to hold a Nevada Democratic debate. And so far, and so far, there's eight Democrats still in the race. I have no idea why two of them are still there. It it just astounds me at this point. But that's just besides the point. So we're going to have a Democratic debate. And of course, they have their certain donor requirements before. But now they're having... Poll, they you know they normally use certain polls just to measure who's qualified and who's not for the debate. Oh, and now they add the delegate requirement, which in the minimum they need one. So you need the polling, you need to fulfill criteria by the polling and slash or by the delegate requirement, which you only need one. So far, Tom Steyer. Tulsi Gabbard and Mike Bloomberg haven't received a single delegate yet. So that means the top five people have already fulfilled the requirement just by looking at the delegate perspective. That will be, I'm going to list in a particular order that we have recorded so far. So there is people to judge. Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, and Joe Biden. So it's a five that already fit the requirements for that because they all have more than one delegate. All right, and Pete Buttigieg has maintained a very slight lead over Bernie Sanders, but it's still anybody's game. And I am predicting um, he's going to do terrible to the point that um, Bernie Sanders will take the lead because this um, population is far more diverse than Iowa and New Hampshire combined. Okay, in terms of percentages. But uh, the DNC is going to remove the... They have removed their donation requirement, which opens the door only for Michael Bloomberg. Many of you know who he is already. Um, a billionaire, a former New York City mayor, which he 
had that title for 12 years, which equals to three terms. Okay. And there's a chance that he could be on that um on that debate and the require they had to fill the requirements by February 18th, I believe. Let me double check that. Yep. So Yep, so they have to fulfill So they have to fulfill this requirement. And they don't have many they have um really one one day and change left to fulfill this requirement. Um, they're not gonna do it through delegates. They have to do really well in polling, and the polling um, standard is really high. They have to poll at least between ten to twelve percent, especially Nevada one, which you're gonna hold more weight on that one. And the way it's looking, I don't think Tulsi Gabbard and Tom Steyer is gonna make it to this one. Mike Bloomberg still has a chance because he's polling well nationally. So I know they're gonna um. That's going to be an open door for him to come into debates. And I hope he comes, even though he's not popular. He's been very cringeworthy how he's been campaigning with various um, Instagram accounts. I'm not going to get too deep into that because it's so cringy and stupid. Unless you want me to, just request that and I'll get deeper into that. Maybe for the next episode or sometime in the future. No, but it's been very, and I just want to—I just want to hear his perspective. You know, I, he has—he has to answer to his past, and I think the debate stage could be a chance for him to do that. You know, I just believe we give people a chance, no matter how unpopular, how how impulsive and appalling they are. And I believe in that. So you know, he should have the right to um, defend himself. We live in America. Not a communist nation that they just silence um, the accused. All right. So let's be clear on that. And I'm not going to pay much attention to the Republican side because Trump is definitely going to win. Bill Weld, do us all a favor and quit already. You're not going to be Trump. Okay. That nomination, the Trump already got the Republican nomination before even this um, race started, okay? So just quit. Ain't no chance in hell he's going to beat Trump. Unless there's a miracle. I mean, it would take a miracle. Not by being bright, not by being smart or perfectionist or anything like that, because it's not going to work. It's going to take a miracle. All right, um, thank you. Thank you for listening to the segment, and we're going to jump to the second one real soon, right after this ad. Anchor is a free podcasting app that is perfect for beginners. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast. Anchor will distribute your podcast so that it could be heard in other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. That is A N C H 
anchor.fm. I'm going to repeat. It is anchor.fm to get started. What are you waiting for? I've been doing this for about a year now. And if you really have the passion to start a podcast, you should do it. It's fun and easy. Okay, listeners, welcome to the second segment of this podcast. And I'll talk just briefly about um, the Sonic the Hedgehog um, opening weekend performance. And this is a, I would have to say, based on this negative spin by um, CNN Business, um, some that I was self-conflicted using because I don't trust CNN that much, especially when it comes to certain um, reply, political reporting. Um, not that's, I don't take them that serious. I'd rather use um, CBS or ABC because they're not super exaggerated with their hyper-negativity. All right. So, this is the only source, sadly, I got just so far. And maybe I was just too late. I actually, I was not maybe. I, I was actually too lazy to find another source. I just use it just as a reference. They spin it very negatively about how it was plagued with uber negative reaction. We all remember that that original side of the hedgehog design, and I already knew it was going to do terrible. By the time I saw that 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 um haunted thing that was leaked, I just screamed. This is my reaction. Oh man, I just screamed just like that because it was it was just it was just horrible. It was just a horrible first design, and I just said I don't think I could just watch this one. I, I can't see that. I really can't. So even though they spin it negatively, I tend to um, agree with it. So I'm just gonna suck up my pride on that one. But opening weekend made $52 million, which beat it um, expectations. They expected to make $40 million. They um, made $52 million, which is good. And globally, they made um, over $100 million, which is, I would say, it's a good thing. They already, they already covered the cost because the film took, it cost $85 million to make. Okay, and you know, unlike that catastrophe from Cats, which they didn't patch it up till after the damage was done. I mean, I mean by the damage, I mean until severe damage was um, done because they did it after their opening, which was oh worst timing ever. At least with at least with. Sonic the Hedgehog, the people corrected after the first reaction, which was a good thing, and they delayed it. That means that they cared. I'm sure it was tough for them to deal with the uber negative backlash, but at least they cared and they rectified the error. Cats, they did it after the damage was done. At least they prevented them uh, this on catastrophe and. So I give them props on that one. And, you know, and Jim Carrey, I'm sure he's going to be great. I'm probably going to watch it at my timing. 
most likely, and I would, and I will give a personal, my personal review of it after, after, you know, I see the movie. So kudos to Sonic on that one. They, they fixed many the errors. He looks much better compared to the um, I just think they could have just corrected a few extra things like the like the eyes and arms and all that look more similar to the, the video game character but I thought they just did enough just to uh, you know just to rectify the damage to correct the damage that they have done at least they corrected See, so CGI filmmakers, take this as a lesson. Don't just put horrible crap on trailer and expect people to absorb it all up, you know. Because we have the right, because we're giving you money. This is not a free, you know, this is, movies are not free. So if we're going to pay for it, we expect to see something that's pretty damn good. Right, you don't have this entitlement, defensive or mentality about oh, this is so hard on me. They should at least give us a chance and whatnot. Well, you know what? If you have that mentality, just don't bother on making it, and it's gonna flop. All right. Well, at least the the actors from Cats they um demonstrate great sense of humor after that failure, so they'll recover. They're making fun of it. They're making fun of themselves. I think that's a good thing. And hopefully they won't um, create another mess. So, that is all I have for this segment. And we'll be hitting the final segment really, really soon. Okay, thank you, listeners, for reaching a third and final segment of this podcast. Well, I have something that is very disturbing, and this is going to be our very first mental illness alert. And this is something I'm going to inject into the weird topic finale, is because, you know, some people just do such outrageous things, things that I didn't believe could happen, but we live in a digital age where we can record the awesome the the what the hells and something that's just so appalling and and just outright disgusting i mean this here and the source of happiness is from the sun how ironic the sun yeah, and I'm and I and I was just reading this article about how this teacher accuses this five-year-old autistic boy for for being a sex offender. And this is just mind-boggling. 
That's because he kissed the cheek and hug. I mean, you should just be teaching this kid. You know, autistic brains work differently. You got to find a way to work with it. Do not condemn him for the errors, you freaking idiot. You know, this teacher has mental illness. She shouldn't be fit to be a teacher, in my honest opinion. If she can't work with autistic children and and if she has a a license to deal with special needs kids, they should just revoke that shit from her. Revoke it. And this is just very, very appalling. This is going to scar. This is going to traumatize the kids. And wow, I'm I'm a criminal. I mean, come on. When I I was just pissed, I was severely triggered. And then, and then the mother and the family is all frustrated, devastated because of this. And this teacher put the family through unnecessary emotional heartache because of that accusation. And you know, the family should sue that damn teacher. For such, for for emotional distress. That is emotional distress right there. There's an article on it. All right? I mean, this is just very, very appalling. God, she's unfit to be a teacher. She really is. And, you know... And they and, and you know, thank God the parents have taken action. Let me just, now I'm getting to the good part, more positive end of this thing. Um, they had they they took action. We they moved they moved the kid to a different different class, and I'm not happy today. He's getting the services that he needs, which is a good thing. This is a really good thing. Thank God they took action. I mean, they had to. That teacher should be fired. And even though this is a this article is a couple of months old, but just uh say <laughs> happy, I mean we gotta screen some of these teachers' qualifications. Especially someone who's just throwing a a federal level accusation to a five-year-old boy. Is she kidding me? <laughs> And, you know, the police and the courts have better things to do than to deal with such mentally ill accusations such as that. They have better things to do than to to just deal with that. Oh, my God, I'm just sorry we're getting over place because of this article. This is just terrible. She's just terrible. I mean, you know, some I mean some teachers are just truly just truly unfit to be teachers. And then and then she, and then she's licensed to, to I think she is. I think she is licensed to take care of them. And then if she is, my God. I feel sorry for more autistic children who engage, you know, they, you know, they not, it's very hard for a five-year-old to be thinking about, um, sex, 
at that, you know, at that level, unless they, you know, the the parents provide such poor supervision and let them get exposed to all the all the stuff that that a mature viewer, only mature viewer, should be seeing. And I'm not saying just mature in age. No, I'm talking about matured mentally, spiritually, psychologically. Those aspects, not just the legal or legal and a numerical aspect of that, because. There are some eighteen and twenty somethings, even thirties and forty year olds, being acting like foolish children. All right, so I'm not going to just simply throw a blanketed statement like that. And you know, I'm. I I just hope I just hope that you know that they do better. And. This open God when this doesn't happen again to another child, autistic or not, it doesn't matter. It shouldn't be happening to any family. It should be happening to those who actually commit the crime, not a child, right? You teach him. You know, some you know some learn certain things slowly. Patience is needed here. In school, you better update your damn culture and how you're gonna handle this because whatever is happening now is just simply not working. That's all I know for sure. You know, and let me see if they actually registered them. Let me just see. Oh, he's been branded. Branded. Yeah, he's branded already. Nah, he's not actually registered. But just a branded, that's just damage. That teacher's just so, so um, irresponsible. Let's just do that. You know, there could have been a lot of other ways to um, intervene. It's like, oh, we teach about boundaries before. Well, give them time and keep trying. Keep coming up with new tactics instead of just, just oh, we always talking about boundaries before. Yeah, that's if he's a freaking adult. Oh, the, the idiocy. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. And this is why this has been labeled as a mental illness alert. This teacher has mental illness. I'm swear to you. I mean, I mean, of course, this is all legend. All I know is she is unfit. And I'm, this is just horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Now, it's because you used to tell them a few times you think it's going to help. Take time. It's repetition. You know, a lot of humans, they learn some things faster than others. All right? Okay, let me calm down now. Let me calm down. You know, at least uh, the parents, they, they they switch to class. And quite honestly, it should just, if they have any documentation of, of this teacher, say that even in recording, sue her. Or get her fired. She's unfit to do so. She's unfit to be a teacher. 
Alrighty, despite all that, you know, just very simple message for you. And it's going to be lame and cheeky as usual and cheesy. I said cheeky. I mean, it's supposed to be cheesy. And all I have to say is enjoy life. Despite hearing this segment, enjoy life. Appreciate what you have. And appreciate the fact that you don't have to go through this nonsense that this teacher put this child in his um, family. All right. Peace.